the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A new plan for battling COVID-19. I think the administration is trying. I think the problem here, to be perfectly honest, is the administration did not put a lot of time and energy into testing uh, and making sure we had enough tests during the spring and summer. They put all of their energy on vaccines. And don't get me wrong, I love the vaccines, huge part of the strategy. I think they took their eye off the ball. Now they're trying to play catch up on testing. They are making progress. They've got to do more. It's all about the shots. It doesn't include shutdowns or lockdowns, but widespread vaccinations and boosters and testing and a lot more. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, December 3rd. I'm Rich Thomason. A former Ohio sheriff's deputy, he fatally shot a man, hitting him multiple times in the back, been charged with murder. Jason Mead, the now retired Franklin County Sheriff's deputy who fatally shot Casey Goodson Jr., has turned himself into law enforcement after being indicted by a grand jury and charged with murder and reckless homicide. Mead was finishing up work with a fugitive task force in Columbus. Mead's attorney says Goodson was gesturing with a gun as he drove and that the former deputy acted within his lawful duties when he pursued Goodson to investigate the felony weapons offense he witnessed. Relatives say Goodson was holding a sandwich, not a gun, as he was trying to unlock the door to his grandmother's house. An autopsy found Goodson was shot a total of six times, once in the buttocks and five times in the back. Within hours of the announcement, Goodson's family held a news conference to say they have filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against Meade and Franklin County. Casey was doing the right thing and was wrongfully executed. Goodson's mother, Tamala Payne, says she's overwhelmed by joy after a year of fighting for charges in a case where there were no body cameras and no witnesses. I'm Jennifer King. Actor Alec Baldwin telling ABC's George Stephanopoulos he did not pull the trigger when the movie set prop gun he was holding went off, killing a cinematographer. Sadness, regret, but not guilt. Alec Baldwin describing the feelings he has and doesn't have in the wake of October's onset accident that killed the cinematographer on the movie Rust. He said it was Helena Hutchins herself who asked him to point the gun in her direction during a rehearsal. Baldwin says he pulled the hammer back and when he let it go, the gun fired. And he says it wasn't until about an hour later that he realized that Hutchins had been hit with a live round. Baldwin says he hopes authorities find out who put the live ammo in the weapon. In the interview with ABC's George Stephanie, Baldwin says he believes someone is responsible for what happened, but it is not him. I'm Oscar Wells-Gabriel. The parents of the teen accused of killing four fellow students at a Michigan high school this week could face charges. Prosecutor Karen McDonald. You have a right to, to possess a gun, but with it comes responsibility. And making it accessible and not securing it and allowing it in the hands of somebody that shows signs that they may hurt somebody is not okay and those people should be held accountable. And Oakland County, Michigan Sheriff Mike Bouchard says dozens of schools had to cancel classes after threatening messages started appearing on social media. So if you're making threats, we're going to find you. It is ridiculous you're inflaming the fears and passion of parents, teachers, and the community in the midst of a real tragedy. And he says those threats come from a variety of sources. The Deerhead incident, the countdown clock, 
there was another threat that turned out to be out of Georgia. None of those have anything to do with this case or this incident or this perpetrator. Daybreak Insider's Greg Clugston tells us President Biden has declared war on COVID again. The president's winter plans for fighting COVID-19 include a stepped-up campaign for Americans to get their booster shots. He also wants to require private insurers to cover the cost of at-home tests. The bottom line, this winter, you'll be able to test for free in the comfort of your home and have some peace of mind. Speaking at the National Institutes of Health, the president said his plan pulls no punches and he hopes it's a plan that will unite the country. And it's a five-part plan, according to Mr. Biden. Experts say the COVID-19 cases will continue to rise in the weeks ahead in this winter. So we need to be ready. You can read the whole plan we're talking about here at whitehouse.gov. Go to whitehouse.gov and it's all laid out in detail. Booster shots, a big part of the strategy. More than about 100 million are eligible for boosters, but haven't gotten the booster shot yet. Folks, if you're over the age of 18 and you got vaccinated before June the 2nd, six months has gone by. Go get your booster now. Go get it now. And those coming to the U.S. from overseas? I'm announcing today that all inbound international travelers must test within one day of departure, regardless of their vaccination status or nationality. This tight of testing timetable provides an added degree of protection as scientists continue to study the Omicron variant. The CDC taking a closer look at what's called test-to-stay policies for schools. Which could allow students to stay in a classroom and be tested frequently when a positive case in that classroom popped up that wasn't them. Up to now, you get called home when you quarantine. The plan's aim is to make it easier for Americans to get a test. Health insurers must cover the cost of at-home testing so that if you're one of the 150 million Americans with private health insurance, next month your plan will cover at-home tests. The Omicron variant has been discovered in at least five states now. New York is one of them. Governor Kathy Hochul says a man who attended a convention in Manhattan in late November tested positive for the variant when he returned home to Minnesota. We still don't have specific information on how the vaccines are holding up or the boosters are holding up to this variant, but it is real. We said it would be coming here shortly. We announced this morning that a case from Minnesota was directly tied to the city of New York for individuals who participated in a convention at the Javits Center between November 18th and the 22nd. No reason to panic. While this may be highly transmissible, at least from the early evidence, and again, more information is still forthcoming, we want people to know that the early cases that have arised are not life-threatening. They seem to be minor cases, and that is a source of good news for us right now. But in terms of the information we received, literally there are five cases identified today in the state of New York. Hochul echoing the president, saying, get your shot. We don't have more information at this time, but we suspect there'll be more cases emerging. And the best thing that everyone can do is realize we're not defenseless against this variant at all. That vaccine we know is going to ensure that there's less severe symptoms. Uh, the booster is something I would highly recommend. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you have vaccinations, both series, get the third dose, which is your booster. After getting his booster shot, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said virus restrictions 
re-implemented this week in the UK are meant to address the potential threat without shutting everything down right before Christmas. People shouldn't be cancelling things and uh, there's, there's no need for that uh, at all. That's not in uh, what we're saying. Uh, what we're doing is trying to respond in a, in a balanced and a proportionate way to the, to the arrival of, of the Omicron variant. Again, it's all about the boosters. I've just had mine. I'm, uh, my, my date was, was due today. And uh, we've done 18.6 million uh, booster jabs in this country. So we're building ever higher the wall of protection. Whatever Omicron may or may not be able to, to do, it certainly will not negate the overall value of the, of the boosters. Johnson says people should abide by public health mandates, but not cancel holiday events. I think we're taking a balanced and proportionate approach to the to the risk. But I want and I believe that Christmas this year will be considerably better than Christmas last year. Well, here's hoping that breakfast will soon be getting back to normal. Kellogg's has reached a tentative agreement with its 14,000 cereal plant workers that, if approved, will end a two-month strike. The tentative agreement includes 3% raises, cost-of-living adjustments in the second through fifth years of the contract, and maintains current health benefits. The company said members of the Bakery, Confectionery, Tobacco Workers, and Grain Millers International Union will vote on the new five-year contract Sunday. Some Kellogg's employees had been working more more than 80 hours a week over the past 18 months to keep up with demand during the coronavirus pandemic. I'm Mike Gracia. First day of Major League Baseball's labor war produced hostility and resentment, anxiety and apprehension. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says players' unions' proposals would make it harder for smaller market teams to compete. I've watched this game, you know, as an insider for more than three decades. I, I think that most people who understand the game realize that in our smaller markets, it's a lot harder to win than it is in our bigger markets. Manfred says he's not happy about owners having to lock out players after a collective bargaining agreement expired. It's not a good thing for the sport. It's, it, it's not something um, that we undertake lightly we understand it's bad for our business we took it out of a desire to drive the process forward to an agreement now and he does fear the players union's proposals would harm small market teams they have refused to budge from the core of those proposals things like a shortened reserve period a hundred million dollar reduction in revenue sharing and salary arbitration for the whole two-year class are bad for the sport bad for the fans, and bad for competitive balance. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Rich Thomason. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.